there, friend. You're listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Good morning, everybody, and happy Monday. I'm really excited to be with you again this morning. And today we are talking about daily prep. So uh, this podcast is all about resourcing and supporting parents for ministry in their homes. And we've talked about how having time to prepare yourself and your family, and if you are married, you and your spouse, your marriage, having time to prepare um, for what is ahead is a really important thing for everyone in your home. And so we've already talked about yearly prep, um, some ideas of things that we can do at the beginning of every year to kind of set the tone for where we're headed, set goals, all of that kind of stuff. We've talked about monthly prep, things we do every single month that's going to help us, again, set the tone and meet our goals that we have set. And we've also talked about weekly prep, things to do every week um, that, you know, when when you're just on top of things at the beginning of the week, it makes your week go so much more smoothly and that trickles down to every member of your family as well. Well, today we're talking about daily prep. And to be completely honest with you, I have kind of been dreading this one. I mean, I've so I've I've been looking forward to it in the sense that um I have in the back of my mind been thinking like okay, I've got I've I've set this uh this up so that I will be doing an episode on daily prep. Um, and that means that I have to have a really good morning and evening r- routine by then. And so like in my mind it was like, well, I'm going to have to uh, have have this ready, right? <laughs> and so and so I've been excited for that to actually happen. Um, and now it's here, and I don't necessarily feel like I have mastered this. And so I'm just saying that right off the bat because some of the things I'm going to share, um, I've not mastered, um, but I'm working on it, okay? Um, and I feel like there are so many things on Pinterest and on podcasts and on Facebook and just all of these all of these things that about like the perfect morning routine. Um, and and there are people who have certainly mastered this or at least come across as if they have mastered this and they do these perfect things every single morning and it just makes it means that, you know, they're they're healthy and they're fit and their kids are to school on time and you know, just all of these this picture perfect life. And Well, I'm here to tell you I'm not there, (laughs) and I'm guessing you're not either, and to be honest, I'm guessing that the people who are posting these morning routines, they're not as perfect as maybe they seem to be, and so this is an imperfect science, right? And the other piece of this is it's going to look different for you than it is for me. Um, so some of you are morning people. I am not. I am a night person. Um, I, I really struggle to get up in the morning. Um, and so some of the things that I'm going to share, um, will be really easy for you if you're a morning person to implement. And if you're not a morning person, 
Well, hopefully the things that I share will help you uh, to get up um, well in the morning. Um, And maybe some of the things that I share, you're going to be like, there is no way I can do that. Um, And that's okay. Um, My hope is that you'll, you'll glean a little bit of information from today's episode that will help you to prepare Um, for your day every single day. Um, Here's the other thing I want to say. When I say every single day, I don't really mean it. (laughs) So I I, um, try to do these things. And again, like I said, like I've not mastered any of this. Um, I try to do these things on weekdays. And then um, Saturdays, I always sleep in. I always stay up too late on, on Friday night and on Saturday night. Sunday, it's completely different because we're all getting ready for church at the same time, whereas during the week, we're all getting ready for school and work at different times and all of that. So um, it just is going to look different on different days. And that's okay, too. Um, I, I really think that there's value, and I don't know any of the science behind this or if if a you know, psychologist would think that this is right, but I think <laughs> there is value in knowing that one day a week or even two days a week, you're going to get to sleep in and you're going to get to blow off your, your morning routine or your nighttime routine or whatever. Um, I think there's value to that. So that's just me personally just saying how I feel, <laughs> right? So we are going to talk today about morning routine and evening routine. And I'm just going to share like a bunch of tips, some that I use on a daily basis and some that I've just heard that, you know, I wish that I did that. (laughs) So here we go. Let's jump into our morning time routine. The very first thing we should be doing in the morning is spending time with God. Now, I've already mentioned that I am not a morning person. And so when I meet with God in the morning, it is not my best. I'm giving God my first, but I'm not giving God my best. For me, because I am a groggy person in the morning, giving God my first means um, spending a little bit of time in the Word. It does not mean doing a Bible study. Um, It does not mean... um, really like digging into God's word, what it means is putting God first, not giving God my best. To give God my best, I need to meet with him uh, at the best time of day for me. Um, But just because the best time of day for me is not in the morning does not mean that I don't give God my first. And so the first thing that I try to do is open my Bible. Now I'll talk about that in a minute, but before I get to that, I want to talk about some tips for waking up in the morning. Because as I've said, and I will continue to say, I am not a morning person. I am just not. But it's very important to me that I get up before my kids and long enough before my kids that I get some time to myself Um, to be able to spend in God's word and to be able to start waking up again because I'm not a morning person. And so here are some tips for waking up. First of all, um, set your alarm for the same time every day. And again, when I say every day, I don't mean every day, right? 
but most of the week. Set your alarm for the same time. So I have the same exact wake-up time Monday through Friday. And then I have an alarm turned off for Saturday and Sunday just because those are my days to sleep in and I look forward to that. But having the same wake-up time every single day of the week really helps my body to adjust and it, it allows my body to know, okay, it's almost time to get up. And that really helps um, with getting up. Another idea is opening the curtains to get some natural light in. Um, I've also heard that it's very important, and this is, again, one that I don't do, but I wish that I did. Um, It's very important to drink a lot of water in the morning. I go straight for my coffee, and here's why. In the morning, I need something to look forward to. And it's usually something like very little, very, very stupid, if I may. (laughs) I, when I roll out of bed, I'm immediately cold. And so I look forward to putting on my robe in the morning. And I look forward to holding my hot coffee. And that gets me out of bed most mornings. Um, Just being able to look forward to snuggling up in my favorite robe and to drink, holding, not even drinking necessarily, but holding my hot coffee. I look forward to that when my alarm goes off. And so when I get up to turn off my alarm, I immediately go for my robe. And then after I spend some time in the bathroom kind of waking up, I immediately go for my coffee. And those are the things that kind of get, get me started, you know, getting out of bed. If I were to um, say, okay, I'm not going to drink coffee first, I'm going to drink water. To, for me, I might not get out of bed. <laughs> so um, you've got to like make those compromises for yourself, you know, like are you willing to um, give up your coffee in the morning until you've had this much water or is your coffee really what gets you out of bed? Another tip is uh, to put your alarm across the room. So you have to get up in order to turn it off. Um, And then one more tip for waking up, don't look at your phone. Now, I mean, some people, you know, they need to not use their phone as an alarm in order to not look at their phone in the morning. I am able to use my phone as my alarm and not, most mornings, not look at my phone until after I've opened my physical Bible. Um, And that works for me. But if you need to like remove your phone from your very first moments of your morning, then do that. Get an alarm clock. You know, you can probably find them at the dollar store at this point. Nobody uses alarm clocks anymore. Um, What I have found works very well for me in the mornings for my devotional time, again, because I am not a morning person, but I still want to give God my first. My first is not my best, but I want to give him my first. Um, I like to listen to a sermon podcast. And what I do is I open my Bible in my lap, snuggled up in my robe under my blanket with my coffee, and I have my physical Bible open, and I'm listening to a sermon. And it's like 20 minutes long. Um, And I listen to it and I make notes in my Bible um, and that gives God my first. It focuses my mind on him and my heart on him first thing in the morning. 
And even though it's not like a deep Bible study, it helps me to get into God's word first thing. It gives me a little nugget to get through my day. Um, in the past, before I was doing listening to sermon podcasts, um, I would open the Bible app on my phone and let it read to me. And I would open my Bible with it and I would just read a chapter of the Bible. And I really like listening to it on the Bible app because you can choose any version of the Bible you want. And I really enjoy choosing a different version of the Bible on my Bible app and having it read to me in that translation while I read a different translation in my physical Bible. And it's like it's like I'm reading two translations at once. Um, and that kind of gives me new insights too. So I have done that in the past. Um, when I was getting up super early to pump, when I was breastfeeding my youngest son and working full time, I would have to get up before he did to pump before... Um, he nursed. And so I would get up and I would pump. And of course, my hands would be full and I would just listen to the Bible while I did that. Um, and, you know, that can be really meditative to just to sit on the couch and close your eyes and listen to God's word being spoken over you. Um, so those are some tips for getting a good devotional time in the morning, especially when you're not a morning person. Hey, have you been having trouble getting into a really good devotional system each day? Well, I have a treat for you. Starting tomorrow, Tuesday through Friday this week, I am going to be posting a short devotional every morning. So you can just open up your podcast app and listen as we go through a devotion each day. And these devotions are going to lead us in to the free lesson that is available starting today on my website, sparrowkidsministries.com. And so on Sunday, your kids can learn all about what you have already studied this week. I can't wait to see you tomorrow morning as we dive into this scripture. The next thing I usually do is I take a look at my calendar for the day um, and I see what tasks need to be done and, and what's happening during the day, what drop-offs need to be done, all of that. Now, this is going to look different when you're working versus when you're working in the home. Um, and right now I'm working in the home, but pretty soon I will be working full-time out of the home. And so it's going to look a little different. But in terms of my daily prep in the home, I take a look at our calendar and I see what we have going on today. And I take a look at what tasks I have already put in for the day. Um, and then I add any more that are that ha come to mind. Um, I will get breakfast ready for the kids. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy allowing my kids to do their own morning routine. We use the app called Happy Kids Timer. And let me tell you, this app is like a lifesaver to us. It's so cool. It walks the kids through what they need to do in the morning and in the evening, um, and it, it times them. And so they can get three stars if they do it under the allotted time for each task. And if they, if they go over their time, um, it will give them one star. And then, you know, we have our own little reward system that goes along with that. But 
basically like their stars will fill up in the app and then it, they're working toward a reward. And so um, we just love this app. So what I do is I set up their apps on each of, they each have a Kindle that they use like a, an Amazon Kindle for kids, whatever it's called. Um, and they each have the app on their tablets. We paid like, I don't know, $3 for it three times. And they do their morning routine on their own. And it's amazing. But I do get breakfast ready for them. And then while they're doing their morning routines, that frees me up to be able to get myself ready. Now, of course, my youngest is is um, four years old. I almost said three. I can't believe he's already four. Um, my my youngest is four years old, and so he's quite independent in the morning with getting himself dressed and all of that, and so that definitely helps. Um, you may be in a situation where you need to get the kids ready um, because they're younger and they can't get their shirt on by themselves yet, and that's okay. Again, you just kind of alter this for uh, whatever it is that's your situation. But while the kids are getting ready and doing their morning routines, I do some self-care. I really like to do my hair and to do my makeup um, and to get dressed. There will be days when I have decided, no, I'm just going to stay in my pajamas all day. Or I have decided I really just want to wear yoga pants all day. Like I, this is a comfy day. I want to sit on the couch and eat popcorn and watch TV all day. <laughs> you know, if, um, if you have the ability to do that, the freedom to do that, that's really nice to be able to do every once in a while. It's nice to have a Saturday that everyone just stays home and stays in their PJs all day. I highly recommend making sure that your kids have that opportunity every once in a while. But um, on those days, I've made that decision. And so there needs to be still some sort of self-care. For me, sometimes that is self-care, allowing myself to not look nice <laughs> that day. Um, but I, I try to take care of myself in the morning and get myself ready, looking ready for the day. It just makes me feel better. And then one other thing that I really like to do before I leave my house in the morning is to get a load of laundry going. So in my washer, it takes about an hour for a load um, to go through the wash and then I need to switch it. And then it takes about an hour. It's probably under an hour, but I figure about an hour um, for it to dry and then I can switch it. So getting a load of laundry going in the washer makes me feel productive first thing in the morning and it's a super easy thing to do. Some people will say, uh, you've maybe heard the term eat the frog. It's like do the hardest task of your day first. I do not do that. I really like almost like the Dave Ramsey debt snowball method <laughs> where like do one little thing to make yourself feel productive in the morning. And that will kind of snowball. It will kind of like like build up the momentum for you to be able to eat the frog, to do those bigger things. I want to talk just for a minute about daily prep at work. So this may or may not apply to you in your situation, in your season right now. Um, but there are just a couple of things when I am at work um, that I like to do to prepare for my day. The first thing I do, again, um, is I look at my calendar. I make sure that I know what meetings I have and all of that. And also, I look at my task list. 
Um, and I make sure that my task list um, uh, fits in with my appointments that I have. Um, I move some tasks around, um, potentially based on my schedule, and just make sure that I have a good idea of what needs to get done that day. Then I take a piece of paper and I make a brain dump list. A brain dump list is everything that's on your mind. That's literally it. There's no categories. It's not necessarily even a to-do list. It's everything that's on your mind. And once you get everything that's on your mind out on paper, that can really help clear your headspace to be able to tackle each task at a time. And so if there's something that's just like constantly on your mind, you know, maybe you're worried about one of your kids or um, like maybe you're worried one of your kids is getting sick or, or your husband and you had a fight this morning, you know, anything. It doesn't have to be to do a to-do list. You put it down on the brain dump list. Like, like kid might be sick, you know, fought with husband. Um, and maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it's husband didn't do the dishes. Maybe it's, you know, or even deeper than that. But like get everything down on paper that you're thinking about that's fogging up your brain and it just dumps it all out on that piece of paper. You know, it, it's almost like tricking your brain into not thinking about that stuff anymore because you know that it's out on paper. You're not going to forget about it. You can come back to it when you're ready to come back to it. It's like Dumbledore. Remember um, when Dumbledore like pulled the memories out of his head and threw them into his pensive? I don't know if there are any Harry Potter fans out there, but that's what it's like. Um, it's like it sorts them out for you. And then what you do with that brain dump list, once it's all out on paper, if there is a to-do list, if there is like a task, you add it to your to-do list and you fit it into your calendar. Um, and that will help you then to prioritize your day. Uh, the next thing that I really like to do, especially when I'm working in the office, is I like to uh, make a list of all of the people that I will come in contact with or impact today. And then I pray over those people and I pray over those interactions and pray over my day. Um, that's just a really special thing to do. Um, and it, it helps to prepare my heart um, for what God would have me do today. We're going to move on now to our evening routine. And this essentially is preparing for the next day. That's how I look at my evening routine. Because I am not a morning person, because I am an evening person, I really like to do things in the evening to prep for my next day. And so if you are a morning person and not an evening person, maybe you flip-flop. <laughs> maybe you take these ideas for th that I'm suggesting for the evening and you apply them in the morning time. Uh, that's obviously perfectly fine. Again, there's no perfect morning and evening routine. Um, there's just what works for you in this season. And what works for you in this season is not necessarily going to be what works for you in two months. And that is okay. So in the evening, I really like to do some cleaning. Um, and I usually will do this while the kids are doing their evening routines. Again, with that app, it 
seriously, we love this app, the Happy Kids Timer. Um, and while they're doing their evening routines, I like to do some cleaning. And so um, I cap in the day with finishing up some laundry. I will fold it directly out of the dryer um, and then put it away. And then I switch the washer to the dryer. I like to keep either the washer or the dryer empty so that in the morning I can do that one little task without having to fold anything. So if I'm moving from the washer to the dryer, I don't put anything else in the washer unless I intend to switch it again later in the evening. If I'm, um, if I'm, if I am putting something in the washer, I need to make sure that the dryer is empty so that in the morning when I'm all groggy and everything and I all I want to do is get one little task done, I can just easily move the laundry from the washer to the dryer and then start a load. Um, and that will get me get me going for the day. I also really like to vacuum in the evenings. It, it just makes me feel like you know, things are tidy because you when you can't really vacuum if there's toys all over the floor, right? So um, get, getting the house vacuumed <clears throat> um, also requires some tidying, either from my kids or from me and my husband. Um, so I like to vacuum or run our, our robot vacuum thing. And then another really big thing for us in our house is making sure that the sink is empty, the kitchen sink is empty at the end of the day. We have a dishwasher, so that makes it really easy for us. Uh, we have our kids after dinner, always they have to put their dishes directly into the dishwasher. And so it, um, it most of the time is a very easy task for us to make sure that the sink is empty at the end of the day. Um, but that's definitely something that's very important to us, uh, because it feel, it makes it feel like the house is clean. When you wake up in the morning, you're not cleaning up from yesterday. Still the house is ready for a new day. And so that I think is the, the main thing to think about when you're cleaning at the end of the day, you're getting your house ready for a new day. You're cleaning up the mess from today and then we can start fresh tomorrow. The next thing that I really like to do every night is make sure that I get some special time with each member of my family. Now, this doesn't necessarily happen every single day. For example, um, my husband and I trade off what day we put the kids to bed. And putting the kids to bed involves reading with each of them um, individually. They each get to choose either a picture book or a chapter book where we'll read one chapter from the chapter book to them. Um, so reading to each of our kids individually and then tucking them in at their individual bedtimes. Um, it gives us that special time with each child um, and it also gives us the opportunity to talk about how their day was and to pray over them and it's just really, really special. But my husband and I take turns doing that. So every other day, give or take, I put the kids to bed <clears throat> and I have that special time with my kids. Um, sometimes I like to just sit on the couch with them as they're reading or doing their, their tablet time or whatever it is that they're doing in the evenings um, and just kind of snuggle with them while they read a book and I read a book or whatever it is. Um, so I really like to have that special time set aside with each one of my kids. And then I also really like um, to set aside special time with my husband each night. Again, that looks different every night. And there are 
exceptions to this rule. I mean, sometimes we both just need some time to ourselves. So we'll each go into a different room and watch a show on two different TVs or read a book to ourselves. And that's okay too. But for the most part, I try to find some special time with my husband. And again, that could be playing a video game together, sitting and chatting. Um, Maybe we go on a date night. Maybe we do a date night at home. Um, Maybe we go for a walk, whatever it may be. But having that special time with him is very important to me. Um, I also really like to choose my clothes for the next day um, on in the evening. Again, because I am an evening person. Um, and that will help me to get ready, especially for work, to get ready uh, more quickly in the morning. One less decision I have to make. Um, in the morning. And so I will pull out my clothes for the next day. Um, I've also heard, you know, if your goal is to be working out in the mornings, then pull out those workout clothes or get your gym bag ready in the evening so that you don't have any excuses in the morning to not go work out. And then going to bed at a reasonable time. And of course, this is going to look different for everybody. Every person kind of needs a different amount of sleep. Um, I know I need more sleep than my husband needs, um, but he, t- he and I tend to go to bed at the same time. I will often fall asleep before him if he's staying up reading, um, and he gets up before I do, and that's kind of where I get that extra sleep. <clears throat> but um, getting to bed at a reasonable time is very, very important, especially during the week. Then, of course, there's closing up the house. We really like to check on the kids right before we go to bed, give them each a a kiss and make sure they're not in weird positions because that's what my kids do. Um, We always run the dishwasher before we go to bed, let the dog out, feed the cat, start the coffee for the morning and, um, and set it, you know, on a timer so that it will be fresh and brewed and ready in the morning when we get up. Um, we turn off the fireplace if it was on and just make sure everything is kind of tidy. That might also be when I do that last switch of the laundry before bed. Um, all of these kinds of things, again, are just preparing the house and, and making sure everything is settled before we head to bed at night. And that can also really help with your sleep, knowing that Okay, the house is closed up. I've checked on the kids. The pets are fine for the night. The and um, the dishwasher is running. Um, if you have a dishwasher, this is a really great system um, to run it at night because it's like, okay, I did one last really important thing, um, and then in the morning, um, I when I talked about morning routine, I did not talk about emptying the dishwasher because that's my husband's job, um, and so when we when we get up in the morning, he is a morning person. And so he likes to do that as his like morning chore. Whereas my morning chore is dump a load of dirty laundry in the washer. (laughs) So, um, as you figure out what a good morning and evening routine is for you, keep in mind if you are married and if you have kids, then that those people are also members of your household. And so, Um, These kinds of chores need to be split up accordingly. That's all I have for us today. I hope that you have been able to take at least one of these tips and are looking forward to 
putting them into action in your daily prep time this week. And don't forget that this week uh, there will be a short episode every morning as we dive into God's Word and prepare for the lesson that you can get for free on my website, SparrowKidsMinistries.com and teach to your children either at home or at church. I really hope that you will take advantage of this opportunity to dive deeper into God's Word together as a family. So until next time, continue to do ministry in your homes. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.